0: dogs with chancy and she and um wow nothing like just getting right back to normalcy <laughs> just having some serious heart palpitations on saturday in the fall
1: yeah remember when we uh didn't have a preview for that game because we were like yeah this game's not gonna matter it's just gonna be a warm-up and gracious alive they I'm, gave us a heart attack for a half i'm never doing that ever again I <laughs> yeah, don't
0: for, say for the rest yeah, of my no. life. I was I was even confident, and when you know that's happening, uh, some something is awry. But uh, if you're listening to this, then you watch the game and you realize that, man, that was ugly. That was just that was ugly every way you shake a stick at it. Uh, it was not. It was not clean. It was. It. It was just bad. It was real bad uh, from an execution standpoint. You look across the league, and just a lot of teams came out, especially offensively, just clicking, and uh, and really doing some crazy stuff. Even with some new coaches, I mean, you look at Ole Miss, you look at uh, Mississippi State, and and those and some of those teams, and Alabama came out not really skipping a beat. And I mean, obviously, we got a brand new quarterback. Well. But we don't even know who that quarterback's going to be this week. We're in as much uncertainty <laughs> as he was this time yeah. last week, but uh-huh. um, but it was it's it, it was tough to watch
1: there for a while. It really was. I uh, was saying some things that uh, you know you don't want to tell your parents about, kind of thing, uh, or at least not your mama. It's uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of one of those things that you watch football all day. I mean, I I was watching the game with. Uh, Tyler our buddy Tyler and uh <laughs> we we were inside you know we watched game day and then we watched the noon games i had my TV stacked i had one on the wall one sitting on the table so we had both the kentucky game and the uh Ole miss game uh, just kind of playing at the same time we were sitting there and then Lo and behold, about three thirty, right before the game was gonna gonna happen, I looked at him. and I was like, "Man, we we need to go outside for a second. <laughs> we need to go get us some get some fresh air. Uh, just to know we're alive." And uh, so we uh, we went out and got a little fresh air before the game started. But it didn't really help. Whenever uh, you're, you're already have gray hairs uh, coming out of nowhere, uh, and with within thirty minutes of football, and and you're wondering, are we? Fixing the lose to Arkansas, one of the worst programs. I mean, they lost to several terrible teams last year, um, including a beatdown. I think they lost about like thirty to uh, to North Texas last year. Um, terrible football team. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Pittman's. I mean, I think he's got them moving in the right direction. There's a there was a lot of energy coming from their, especially from their defense. Uh, Felipe Franks. Thank God we didn't let him do. I mean. You know, he threw for I think about 200 yards, uh, but other than that, he was pretty ineffective. And you and I talked about it. I mean, with the exception of Richie, uh, you know, being out of position and giving up that long ball. I mean, defense played well the whole day. I thought.
0: Oh yeah, for, without a doubt. I mean, they couldn't get anything going on the ground, and kind of like we talked about on our on our Instagram live little interview thing so you should definitely check that out <laughs> um, hey, hey dude I had a good time we no, need to do good. that every Saturday that was good uh, and we, I mean, we kind of talked about that and we talked about it this past week I mean I really didn't expect I mean we knew our defense it might take them a minute to get rolling but they they didn't skip a beat I mean uh some great i mean had, heck we had a pick six we had a safety i mean the defense did uh, did a third of our scoring and so i mean they <laughs> they were they were phenomenal uh, uh just across the board never really missed like we said besides richie blowing that uh blowing that coverage i mean not a lot of yards after catch i mean we really kept them pinned um uh pinned back and I think they had one drive that was 30 seconds. I mean, they, they were just it was, it was, and that was pretty consistent. They couldn't get anything going. We were knocking Felipe around. It was, it was like a old Felipe Frank days of of yore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just still uh, my favorite kind of days. Oh uh, yeah.
0: And so, um, so I, I thought they did well across the board, and you could tell those guys kind of got back in and didn't really skip a beat uh, once yeah. once we got once we got rolling um, from from a defensive perspective but they couldn't
1: uh, get anything going. I mean they certainly could not run up the middle. I don't really remember them trying to run too much to the outside. I mean the only other I mean uh, Felipe Franks was he ran five times. I don't know I can't I don't really remember if those were all draws or of or him you know going around the end on the uh, kind of just QB keep or whatever. Um, but they only ran for 77 yards the inside the interior defensive line. And also, you know, the, just the front seven in general. I mean, they played really well. So I mean, I, you know, basically, you know, when you look at it across the board, I mean, and Stokes, Stokes had a great interception. Richie had two picks. That one, gracious. I mean, that lean back and grab it like ODB. Yeah, man, that was a heck of a play. Yeah, well, he had to make
0: up. Uh, he needed a couple picks to make up for the <laughs> to make up for the touchdown. That's true. Uh, that, that he let go but um yeah i i thought they were i thought they were great across the board uh really what we expected and kind of what we what we talked about and i expect them to maintain that we kind of in the same mode we had one blown play it was very similar last year every year we every game it felt like we had that one play that got away and that was mm-hmm. that was in that was the the bulk of any team's scoring against us obviously except and we played LSU, but for the most part during the regular season. Um, but, uh, but anyway, it was a good good performance from defense overall.
1: But who, who would you say before we hop over to the other side of the ball because was a little bit different story? Who would you say was? I mean, who was who stood out to you the most on the defense?
0: I, I mean, I thought. I, I thought Aziz was everywhere. Um you could just I mean he Really? Was, I thought
1: I felt like Aziz was, well, I mean, was I th- pretty I, absent.
0: I mean I thought I thought he was I, I thought he did. We talked about Stokes and uh, Richie eventually getting there. Um I mean they were they were Malik was batting balls down. I mean he, he I thought he had a a, a good game um, so I don't know if there was one guy. You're thinking too out. hard about this. I, I really it's, am thinking too hard numbers, about this. number
1: Number 17, his name's is N'Kobe Dean. Oh, well, yeah. Well, he had a – uh, Yeah, he's, he's turning into my, my favorite player. Also, I mean, Nolan Smith had a really good game too. Him and Jermaine Johnson both kind of played that same position and kind of subbed in and out. I saw something earlier where I, I don't think that we had a single interior – Defensive player that, or at least not on the defensive line or the outside linebackers, excuse me, that played more than 33 of our, I think, 72 defensive snaps or something like that. So, I mean, we got guys subbing in and out. Jordan Davis, you couldn't move that guy with a freaking 18 wheeler. I mean, this guy just, I mean, he takes up like three spots on the defensive line. So, I'm, yeah, anyway, Nicole Dean was, I mean, to me, I don't think there was a single play I remember defensively where I was like where's Nicobie at because he was always there. Yeah. So, anyway, he's he's definitely mine.
0: Let's see. I guess you want to go to the other side of the ball.
1: Yeah, chance. What do what's your take on the QB situation? Uh or what was your what were your thoughts on Dewan? I mean, what 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 are you thinking there? I mean, did we pull him early? Did we give him a good chance and what what's the situation? What do you think?
0: I f- I felt like he had I felt like he had his chance. I felt like we pulled him when we need to. We needed to personally, but I feel like as soon as we put Stetson in, we changed the play calling. I mean, I, 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 I and I don't know if that was a if that was a, a matter of it being more comfortable with Stetson. Or, I don't really know what the deal was there, but one, never looked comfortable. Um, I felt like just a ton of dropbacks. He he just he was skittish the whole time. Just could never yeah. never felt like he knew his knew his place, uh, and was just kind of getting ready to run at at any given moment. I mean, which we want that playmaking ability, but just out of sync with receivers. And whether or not it was all his fault in terms of those bad passes, or the receivers were not in the right place, or, or whatever. I mean, you never know that hundred percent. But it just happened a lot, a lot of, a lot of balls in the dirt. I mean, just, mm. I mean, a lot of, it just never. He never felt comfortable to me, and never felt like he was in command of that, of those guys. And, and like I say, that was his first. That was his first game in college football, and um, I mean, yeah, it, first game since high school, right? And and high school was a was a while back for him, and, and so, uh, <laughs> yeah. I I just I never I never felt. And based off of everything we heard, he just—that was not who we heard was was coming to, to play. And the guy that showed up at practice and and yeah. and let's let's be real though, he got his bell rung a couple times, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't know if that played into it at all. But that one that one third down where he didn't just go that extra—he cut in early. It just seemed like he he could have he could have gotten that first yeah, down. He could have got. I mean, yeah. I, I feel very I feel very good about it. But um, but anyway, I, that was kind of, that was kind of my thought. I, I I just he just didn't seem he didn't seem like he he had control of that of the offense. Yeah,
1: yeah I uh, I put it this way, man. I said it during the season preview, um, which you know I guess was two weeks ago from here. Ah man, I just knew, I, and I and like I said, the best way I put it is I was pulling for the guy because his story's awesome. He's been through a lot. He's you know basically been committed to this team, but at the same time I was like, how does a guy go from okay, two weeks ago he was our third stringer behind Jamie Newman and JT Daniels this is no doubt he's going to be our backup to okay he's the most athletic QB on our roster. He's the truth all the players love him and all this stuff. I mean, we I just knew we were overhyping him and buying into this. I mean, cuz he's got I mean, you look at the attributes, man. He's 66, 200, I think 205, 210, something like that. I mean, he's got he looks like he should be a huge threat from our offense and I just <laughs> I'll be honest, I just was very underwhelmed. And I enjoyed seeing him being able to show his his is a, uh, you know, being mobile and being able to get outside of the pocket and, and run and, and catch the edge and all that and I think he did it a couple of times pretty successfully you talk you bring up that one play where he stepped out of bounds I mean that's just you know inexperience. you know that's and I honestly don't blame him too much for that I mean it's pretty easy okay you got these 250 300 pound men that are chasing your butt and I don't care if it's Arkansas or whoever I mean it's still the SEC. And, and, you know, I can understand. I mean, the guy just has not been legit, has not been hit since high school. Because, well, I mean, obviously he had the injury. You're a quarterback. You hardly ever get hit outside of the season anyway. But you have the offseason injury, have to have the surgery. So, not injury, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he had to have legitimate brain surgery. So, anyway, long story short, I was pretty underwhelmed. I mean, I still – I mean, obviously pulling for the kid, but – it's, it's like you said as soon as we put Stetson in there and i don't even think we played called a lot of different plays i just think that Stetson knew where he needed to put the ball every time and and that comes with experience because Stetson's been here for a while he went away for a year came back i mean so he's been around he's been around the block and i enjoyed seeing that Stetson Stetson was just came in and what i loved about it was Dude just was – he looked so calm. It was the exact opposite from DeWan. He was just sitting back in the pocket, zinging it to George Pickens, zinging it to Darnell Washington, which was a thing, a beauty, the whole thing. Uh, but it was just, just nice slinging the ball around.
0: It was just nice to see a pass between the hash
1: marks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we and and honestly, he did it a lot. He oh, threw yeah. several – that pass he threw to – I can't remember if it was Rosemee or Burton – over the middle it was kind of later in the game it was kind of after stetson had been kind of getting in his groove and we were driving i think we may have been up uh by like two two touchdowns or 17 or something like that and he slung one across the middle on a long third 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 long and it stuck between two defensive defensive backs i was like that was a great throw and anyway that's all to circle back around to I enjoyed the fact that Stetson came in. I'm scared that, and we'll get into this, but I'm scared that we are overhyping another backup quarterback, <laughs> and Stetson Bennett. But I was really, I was pleased to see how poised and calm he was, and how he led that offense. And uh, anyway, oh, also his uh, two point conversion play where he dove for the pylon, and the guys were hyped. It was man. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I anyway, I, I know you kind of talked about, about a little bit about Dewan. Did you have any thoughts about like uh, Stetson's play? No,
0: same, same thing. I mean, I, I he's he's got the he he just came in and the guy the guy like you said, he knew where he wanted to go and and he was just he was throwing it with confidence and and just mm-hmm. and, and knew that he was going to put it in the right place. I mean, we've been talking. everybody's been talking about Dewan's arm. I mean, his arm looked so much better. I mean, in terms of, he had zip on, the, and it was just because he was throwing like he was he was actually throwing the ball. Like Dewan was just trying to place the ball. He wasn't actually he wasn't letting it yeah. fly. You brought this up. He short armed
1: several throws.
0: Yeah, and, and, Dewan and, did. Yeah, and, and that and he just that's why. Like I say, he he was trying to he was trying to he was, it just felt like he was trying to baby it and and wouldn't actually just let it go and let it ride because, man and. Our uh, buddy Caleb, he he talked about it today uh, when he rewatched the game. We got some physical receivers. They went up and got mm-hmm. those balls, and uh, and, yep. and and so for those kind of guys, I me mean, Stetson just had the confidence in them. He's like, those guys are going to get it. He's like, they're in rough situation but like we just figured out that Darnell's a very large man and he's going to lay someone <laughs> out. <laughs> so I feel good about him being over the middle. I mean, just... We, How about we,
1: that video? Did you see him, the block? Oh, yeah. It went, it went viral. He just threw a shoulder into the Auburn guy. I mean, just, Auburn guy, Arkansas and, guy. And
0: just dislocated his shoulder.
1: <laughs> I mean, just
0: just some real physical guys that um, that I thought it, it meant from then... Stetson's confidence then opened up the rest of the offense I mean it really kind of everybody else kind of got into that groove and because um, we were nothing was going I mean everybody was trying everybody was like you said riding the Dewan train and everybody was waiting for the quarterback to do something everybody yeah. the whole team because the offensive line I mean he held the ball a little bit but the O-line did not really give DeWan I mean it took a I mean there were some times that he was hanging on to the ball but offensive line wasn't doing great there at the beginning, and and Stetson, pass, like his passing opened everything up. and um, So it, it was just good to see. Do I think he's going to be the guy starting for us uh, here in a couple games? Who knows? I mean, really at this point I'm tired of projecting what's going to happen to that position because as we're going to talk about JT's cleared, but you don't know what that. I mean, we don't know what that means. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know where that's at. So, just be. And honestly, too, the other team's got to prepare for that. So, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. But, uh, but anyway, it, it was good. I was I was excited for him. Um, uh, to, I was excited that he got to come in and 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 played as well as he did because I mean he 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 led us. He led that. He led our team.
1: Yeah. Well, you know we had. I mean, let's, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, and, and Kirby said it him, himself. I mean, and anybody that was watching that game could tell, I mean, that wasn't all about DeWan. I mean, it wasn't all DeWan's fault, but because I mean, gracious alive had what 10 penalties in the first half, just in the first half. And when, I mean, I think they were over, I think it was like 120, maybe 130 yards total for the game. So we had a ton of penalties. James Cook had a fumble, uh, uh, Dewan had a pick. Uh, did he have two picks or just one? I know he had that one that was – so we had that one chance. The only the only time that we were in the red zone, the entire time that Dewan was in was whenever we got that first pick. And, and Richie uh, returned it <clears throat> basically to the red zone, to the edge of it. I was like, finally we made it. <laughs> Surely we're going to get in at this point. And then, I mean, very shortly after that, we throw that pick, and you know I was reading online. People are saying that uh, that that pick with DeWan, I mean, it looks really bad. It, like he just threw it behind him. It was Burton, so he was trying to hit Burton on a slant. But from what I understand, Burton actually ran the wrong route. He was supposed to sit. It was either one or the other. It was he was supposed to either sit, basically do a, a five-yard sit or do a slant on the play, or like some sort of post, whether or not the defensive back that was in man coverage or was playing a uh, a, a zone. So anyway, a- apparently Jermaine did not do the right route. You throw a pick, you lose all your momentum. I mean, not only does it not give you confidence that you're not moving the football, but whenever you turn over the football and you are quarterback, I mean, you got it. Man, that sucks. That just kills, it kills all the momentum you got. So anyway, we, we we shot ourselves in the foot over and over and over. It was like it was just comical. I told you before we started, it was like anything that could go wrong went wrong. And it, I was just like, at some point, I looked over at my wife and was just like, D- did- "What? What? Did I do something today? Did I create this karma? <laughs> Is this my fault? Is this my fault? Yeah, exactly. Because God, I'm sorry." <laughs>
0: It was just every time, anytime, Dewan had that like 11 yard run. I don't know if it was on a third down or what. Or it was like 11, 12 yard run. Um, and you're like, all right, Dewan's getting something going. And then that mm-hmm. and then that big ass ESPN scoreboard thing they've got going on now, the whole thing just turns yellow. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's flag. And it's just yeah. all this kind of stuff. And, and it was just, it was flag after flag after flag. And it was just, and it was just stupid stuff. And we did all of it. I mean, we deserved yeah. every one of those flags. They were all yep. awful. And um and I just that can't I mean I'm glad if if all we had to do was get all this out of our system now, then mm-hmm. that's great. And I'm glad that it was now. But if this is something that's gonna persist, um and then those and then I had those two awful snaps. I mean, yeah it was just and they were off. They were both of them were, were low. And, and what, the one with Stetson was to, the, to his left. I mean, he could barely touch it. He had to reach yeah. down and get it. And then the one with DeWan I think DeWan was low. It almost hit him in the feet. Um, well, the one
1: the one to Dewan was kind of to his left, but it was definitely a catchable ball. But I think he was still making checks. Yeah. Or something like that, because it didn't look like he was paying attention. Either way, it was, the way I put it is, talking about shooting yourself in the foot, we like shit off, shit off. We shot off. <laughs> sorry we did that too we sh- well we did that yeah uh, we shot off like our entire leg <laughs> i mean we were just bah, bah. but it was just it was just one thing after another man
0: well and, and um in, a, in another part and we hadn't even gotten to to this i mean what well, talking about the quarterbacks talking about the passing game talked about it a little bit receivers look i thought looked great um i i was very excited about that george pickens is a monster. Um, yeah, just an incredible, I'm talking about
1: momentum when he bought, when he caught that ball. Oh
0: my God. I mean, then going Todd, uh, on that, on that touchdown, diving, uh, to the outside out of bounds and sticking the ball in, inside the end zone. Uh, just, just beautiful. Um, but young guys talked about Burton. Burton had some big catches. Darnell, we talked about it, had a big, had a big play. Tight ends were a huge part of the game. Um, Mm -hmm. blocking and, and catching the ball. Fitzpatrick had a touchdown. Um, just good across the board. I mean, just uh, yeah. I thought receiving was really good.
1: Um, I mean, I was impressed with Dornell. Obviously, that catch across the middle was a thing of beauty, and I loved it. you He just got in the open area. Like, he got in the open area, and Stetson put it on the money. And you don't even have to put it on the money with that guy. He's got like a 30-foot wingspan on him. I mean, my gracious. Viva Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, – just put it somewhere near that guy; he'll catch it. But uh, I was really impressed to see a guy like Dornell, who we had, I had heard and read that he was really struggling with with pass blocking or just blocking in general, and had started to come on. But he was just still so raw. But I mean, to see him, that guy's so big; he can dominate anybody that lines across lines up across from him. So I mean, seeing him do that, and then also Fitzpatrick having a touchdown was big. So I mean, normally a guy like, uh, you know. John Fitzpatrick, I mean, he's going to be a blocking tight end <laughs> for, most, for the most part. For him to have a touchdown in the first game or even a catch, period, is a good sign. Oh, yeah. So, receiving was great. Uh, what
0: were uh, what were your thoughts on the run game?
1: Man, I'll say – I've said it before, I'll say it again. Until I see James Cook f- fulfill these – Crazy expectations that we set for him because I, I I think at the end of the day until until I see it, I, I'm not gonna believe it because we've heard all about his athleticism, we've heard that he can get in and have a impact as a receiver and, and all that. And I, I think he's a good player. Do I think he is as good as we think he is? No. Not at all. I mean I think Zamir showed I was happy to see Zamir have that side to side ability in this game. I mean, because a lot of times he he got the ball last year. A lot of times he was just straight line, boom, like going. But we saw him, I mean, on the touchdown. And a couple other times in the game, we saw him show that juke move, get out in space, make make some plays. And so I was happy with the effort. Obviously, we have to have better offensive line play and more consistent offensive line play. I liked my favorite – here's the way I'll put it as far as the offensive line goes. I think my favorite set that we had, my or my favorite group, was Sawyer. I still think Schaefer's got the ability of that left guard spot. Uh, um, Warren at center. I liked him better at center. Trey Hill, was ha- his snaps were all over the place. I don't think he's comfortable there. So you got Warren Erickson at center. Trey Hill with right guard. I say that, man. Ben Cleveland was pretty good. Honestly, you could probably put Trey... Trey and Ben Cleveland at the two guard spots. Keep Ben on the right side, see if Trey can go on the left side, and then have – I liked Warren McClendon on the right tackle. I don't know if you noticed him playing out there much, but he – I thought he looked a lot better than Condon did. I was wary of Condon from the beginning. I I just thought he was undersized. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, could we – we didn't run – very well on, uh, between the tackles at all until we made moves around the offensive line. So, Zamir looked good. Cook has a lot of work. I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where I think that Kenny Kenny McIntosh should probably get more carries uh, or more touches than uh, than Cook should. So, I don't know. What's your take on it?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. Kenny, Kenny ran hard when he did. I mean, but it took – I mean, usually we're not throwing our run game uh, – <laughs> We're not throwing to get our run game open, uh, but, right. that's, but that's <laughs> yeah. but that's what we had to do. I mean, we we couldn't get anything going. We got we f- that first the first big run play was when we out of the shotgun we had that toss uh, out to Zamir, and um, he had a good once we got him in some open space and got him got him feeling it a little bit that kind of started to mm-hmm. spread everything out. Um, yeah, as they weren't stacking the box as much and getting Zamir some room. It, it, and like you said, it was good we'd only seen him going north and south it was good to see him get some uh uh make some moves and, and, and make some guys miss i mean it was it was pretty to watch he um he, he it, it looked like some chub it looked like some chub jukes out there he was, he <laughs> yeah. was getting this getting a stutter step in and um it, it was really good to see that to me that was the kind of that's what he needed to get going and so I, i'm excited about it um but it was I, I kinda agree with you on the offensive line. Condon did not impress um but I, I kinda like I kinda like that the, the setup you were talking about. Yeah, Trey was not it it became I mean every it was like playing Russian roulette. I mean you never knew you you, you might get this this might be the this might be the one. Um and, and what happened <laughs> it happened two it happened two times. I mean it happened twice. I mean when's yeah. when the last time we had a like we had that two two snaps like that in a game?
1: Which yeah, pr- probably not two in a game, but Trey did have some he had some struggles last year. No, oh, yeah, he, he did. I just don't think he's comfortable at center. No, I really I, don't. I, I don't either. I don't either. Um but uh
0: but I mean, we got the run game going, we're able to kinda of able to run the clock out, but um Zemir did look good. And I feel I feel the same way about Cook. He was relative I mean, he was pretty much not existent I mean if anything he was a liability with the fumble and um and things like that. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what his position is. Um but they had we had him a lot in at third down for as a pass as a as, a, as catching the ball, catching catching the ball out in the out of the backfield or, or something like that.
1: Well you probably noticed this but Zamir Zamir disappeared for a little while. Yeah. And by a little while I mean like a huge chunk of the middle of the game. Second and third quarter. I don't know what happened. Did he get nicked up or something? I
0: don't know, but that's but after that's when he started he started running the pole wheel, so he must have they were, must have been must have fixed something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it was like it was like halfway through the third quarter. I was like, "Oh, Zeus is back in there." I thought for sure that he was, you know, back in the locker room for some reason or something. I was getting uh, very worried. But James Cook was for whatever reason, I mean, he was he was the guy that was in there for the bulk of the carries uh, in the middle of the ball game. Well, so
0: I mean, in my my thoughts, uh, I mean, I thought Monkin called a good. I mean, I thought he called a, a, a fine game. I, I thought we finally once once you get somebody in there that can actually it was actually going to throw the ball with some confidence and kind of get get it mm-hmm. going. I, I felt good about. it. I was glad we were getting tight ends involved, like we said, and. Um, I thought I really thought it was a well called game. it just Dewan just couldn't couldn't make it happen. There was a there was a disconnect there.
1: Can I tell you what I think are the, three of the biggest problems for DeWan? One of them being and Fromm had this he has also had the same issue, but he drops too far back. He's dropping way too far out of the pocket. If you watch like a Trevor Lawrence on his releases it's like one, two, boom, balls out of his hands. Two step, three step, drop, balls out of his hands. You know, Dewan was, he was going too far back to where, I mean, the idea is you create almost, you know, a semicircle. I mean, it's a pocket that you stay in the middle of. And, and obviously, one, if you go too far back, then it creates angles to where they can get in on the outside or sneak through the middle. It just does not work that way. But he also, too, was skittish. The guy was scared to get hit, and I I don't blame him. I mean, he's been through a lot, but he also just has not been hit like, in real game time in a long time. And then three, what you were talking about earlier, he's trying to place the ball. It's like when you got a, a a starting pitcher in a game, and all of a sudden he starts to throw the ball in the dirt, or he's throwing the ball way behind the batter, or something like that. It's like, okay, now man, you got the goods. We know what you can do. Just throw it like throw it like you're throwing in the backyard, man. Sling that ball in there. Don't think about it. Do it. And DeJuan was, I mean, you could tell he was thinking about it. And I and I I want to pull for the guy, I really do. And I do pull for the guy. But at the same time, you go out and you do stuff like that. I mean, it's it sucks, and I feel bad for him. But man, I, one thing that really did bother me was at that point, if you get pulled from a game like that, man, you. <sighs> you sit you stand beside the coach and you have your hat on you have your helmet on and you you are showing that you want to go back in the ball game and they showed him on the sidelines and he was kind of mopey i, I know he was joking around or whatever they were smiling and that's okay but it's like dude you got to show keep your keep your hat on and show that you're going to be in it or you want to be in it
0: yeah, i agree with you i thought um i i thought the same thing um I, I was uh and you had you bring up a good point there with the um with him kind of moping around and, and things like that i kind of saw the same thing it was uh it, it was it was tough to watch man it, it was really i i, I want him to do well but it was just it was rough so um real quick we got to talk about the mvps of the game um jake kamarta uh just, man, we
1: should have talked about him earlier. Yeah, well, he was the man.
0: <laughs> I'm literally sitting there. I'm like, hell, we should just punt the whole time. <laughs> Something going right for us. <laughs> just keep him back there. Um, holy cow, man! Just every single he had one. He had one uh, touchback in the end zone. I mean, it was that was all he had. I mean, he was pinning guys within the uh, behind the twenty the whole the whole time.
1: And it wasn't like they were just shooting out of of bounds at like the five yard line. Like he was hitting the ball on the ground and they were bouncing sideways. And that's only, that's practice, man. I was, I was dumbfounded because the guy was like, he showed some promise last year and he was good. But there was also times where he was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, for him to come in and show, have this performance in that game, I was really impressed.
0: Well, and on the other kicker, uh, Podlinski, uh, uh, Podlinsi, uh, however you say his name, um, anyway, just call him call him Hot Pod. I'd say Hot Pod. Uh, did well, had some good kicks in there. Um, I I was I was happy to see that. Um, so glad we have a kicker. Um, I don't we don't know how good he is under the under the big pressure because if we think about it, Hot Rod won us a lot of games. He yep. he he won us a lot of games, and so we got to get this kid to that point. Um, but kick coverage and kick returns. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. That yep. we have not been that explosive in a long, long time. Just we had space to run on punt return and kick return. Oh my gosh! And it was it was phenomenal. I mean, Kiaris was running like a like a bat out of hell, and um, and half of
1: them got called back. Though, oh well, yeah, unfortunately.
0: But um, but but anyway, it was like, I thought it was just good. It was good to see that. Um, so Cochran's got got him something going there. We we yeah, over really we overshot the that punt that punt block. I mean, he overshot the, when we blocked that one yeah. punt. I mean, he actually got uh-huh. there too fast. <laughs> he, he needed to get there a little later. But um, but yeah, it was that special teams in a game like that. I mean, that could have been the end of us, but that's actually what saved us.
1: Yeah, he uh, that was interesting because he was. You're right though because it was Amir. A, a lot of people thought it was Tyson. And he tweeted out, he's like, "Yo, that was that was Tyson. I mean, that was my boy Zamir." Tyson <laughs> tweeted that. And uh, anyway, yeah, you're right because he was like almost past the punter. I think it hit him right in the chest. <laughs> how how that ball went forward kind of well, blows I think, my I mind, think he but... hit
0: his leg. Like I think he actually got there early and like hit the side. I don't know how it, went. it was. It was weird, but it, <laughs> it, he 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 just got there too fast. But um, but anyway, it. Special teams was, was beautiful to see because um, that, that's where you can uh, you can get in a bad spot quick. But anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, we're finding – hey, we're finding the good points to talk about. There's always a silver lining with these kind of games, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, and, I mean, we came back and still scored. So the funny thing is we, we actually ended up covering the initial spread. Yeah. Of, of the ball game it was 26 and a half and then it went up to like 28 sucks for those guys <laughs> but uh yeah i mean that's that's funny because i remember thinking you know at some point like it, at halftime i mean it was uh what was it seven seven to five at halftime i remember thinking it's like you know i could see this going one of two ways i could see it being i i always thought that we were still going to end up winning but I could see it go going to be either a three point game or we actually cover the spread, <laughs> and we and we ended up just scoring a, a ton of points in the second half. So, uh, chance, all in all, not the worst. Like ended up being okay, not the worst thing that could have happened. Uh, but you know we had to overcome some obstacles in that first half. Do you have any other any other thoughts on that game? Just welcome back to reality. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> The, honey, the honeymoon, is.
0: the honeymoon's over.
1: <laughs> and uh, I think I speak for both of us when I say we, we won't be doing any more, oh, yeah, this is a for sure win uh, kind of talk on here. So, uh, well, I don't know. I can't promise that too much. But oh, sometimes I can. I can. I'm done with that. That's, that's, no, okay. long, that's
0: no longer a part of my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chance, uh, we had some big news this week heading into the Auburn game. Sir J, JT Daniels has been cleared or is going to be cleared. I don't know if he's actually been cleared yet or if he's will be cleared, but Kirby said he's going to be ready to play or able to play against Auburn. What what's your first thoughts there?
0: Yeah, who knows? I mean, is, <laughs> just because he's cleared, does that mean we're ready to put him in? I mean, because the guy's coming yeah, off an, I mean that's the coming, question. coming coming that's off fair. Coming off an A C L tier. Um we're kind of counting down the days. Does he want to play? I would Uh, imagine that he would be very he's really very excited to play and wants to play and Mm -hmm. is going to do everything in his power to play Um, the guy has been in there less time than DeWan. I mean dewan has been with us for a year Uh, JT has not been with us very long at all I mean and so you kind of have to go in and then who knows Dewan may have just an incredible week at practice I mean you just you can't this is an un- unprecedented kind of scenario we've got going on right now uh right. when it, when it comes to this do i think he's probably going to be our guy by the end of the year it's probably a safe bet to say that i mean i feel like he's going to eventually get in there once we feel like he's ready to go but at the same time are we wanting to risk him getting hurt again uh, this this early i mean as soon as he's ready to clear clear to play do we want to throw him in there um i, I don't know i I'm, I'm kind of I'm, – everything Everything has gone different than anybody has expected at this point, so there's really no – I'm not going to sit here and kind of <laughs> guess what, what he does. To be honest, I feel yeah. like Stetson's going to start the game.
1: I I actually think that JT's going to start – and not to say that those two guys are on two completely different talent levels when you look at it. You know, from a ten thousand foot view, but I mean, it's it's one of those things that we saw Stetson play against probably the worst team, if not the second or third worst team in the SEC. I think Missouri is going to end up being the worst team in the SEC. Just a just a thought put in your head, but you know, we saw them play against a terrible. Saw him play against a terrible team, but he looked. It kind of was one of the things that I think I could have seen. I could have seen him doing that against Auburn because it looked like he's just so comfortable. He knows the playbook so well. We actually had receivers getting some separation. It just was completely different. It just felt completely different. And we we saw what we could do as an offense. Um there wasn't Stetson as far as Stetson goes, you know, I, I there's not really a throw like he actually threw some pretty good deep balls. I mean, there was a, there was a couple times where he, I mean, there was that one bad sack that he took, but anyway. So basically what I'm saying is I'd feel comfortable if Stetson came out and started the game. I just think that JT, I mean, he is talented. I watched him play whenever he was a freshman at uh, um, USC. And, you know, he actually started a full season at USC whenever – because he left early. So he should have been a senior in high school at that time. So – I think that's very valuable experience. Obviously, he was going to be – he was their starting quarterback last year before he got hurt, and then Slovis came in and played so well. You know, obviously, that's, you know, in the past. But JT is a – he's a damn good quarterback, and he's not a statue. I mean, he's not going to stand up there. I think he's – I think he at some point ran at like 4.6 or 4.7, something like that. Like, he's not slow – and he's going to be able to move around. It's just a matter of exactly what you said. It's like, all right, is this – I know he's cleared, but does that mean he's comfortable moving around as much as we want him to? So, I think it's going to be interesting to see what we end up doing. He will definitely play this weekend. There's no doubt about it.
0: Well, my, my thoughts are is you start Stetson, and I, f- I feel like they would want to do that and then kind of see how we go, like how, how we progress. And if Stetson's mm-hmm. able to keep us in the game um, – that that's my thought. I mean, if if Stetson's able to keep us competitive and keep keep scoring, we can score some points. They may keep him in there, um but like I say, ju- um, well, we'll we'll see what happens. Who knows?
1: We'll, whatever. It's
0: just you <laughs> know, just happens. However, it wants to. You know, you can't ever feel comfortable about any of this crap anymore. Um, no. But um, but anyway, so that that's the big that's the big news of the of the weekend.
1: Um, <laughs> but the good thing is, I mean, the guy's a gunslinger. So, I mean, if we're wanting him to come in and do, you know, what Stetson did, again, we don't know how good Arkansas is. But if Stetson came in and looked comfortable, and, and I'll be honest with you, I from what I saw from the Monk and offense, I know we didn't have great execution in the first half, but from what I've seen, it already looks significantly more dynamic. It looks like we are getting balls, you know, instead of using, Basically, 25% of the field over here and 25% of the field over here. We're using the whole gambit across the way, and I mean that was the most balls that we probably threw more balls across the middle against Arkansas than we did all all year last year. Oh my gosh, it was
0: it was it was nice to see. <laughs> it was just it was just a pretty thing to watch.
1: Um, a breath of fresh air for sure. So,
0: uh, well, you I know you uh, you spent the most time. Uh, looking at our opponent next week, the first time they put the stat up on the screen. It was first time since like 1927 or something that we've played Auburn, not in November, uh, whatever, whatever the case is. But, um, give me, uh, give me your initial reaction of, of, of Auburn.
1: Ah, I mean, what are they going to be ranked? So they're in the top 10 or they were last weekend. I think they're still in the top 10. I haven't, seen the updated ap i, I know we Seven? had florida moving yeah they, they might have moved up because oklahoma lost which is awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh but they lost to kansas state that was a crazy comeback but so i mean auburn i think they are a good football team what they lost last year on their defensive line marlon davidson and Derek brown you can't really replace those guys I mean, those those are they were there for forever. I mean, Derek Brown. I mean, that was his senior year, I think, right? Am I wrong there? Uh, I thought it was because I think he I think he decided to to forego the uh, NFL draft. But anyway, he had been there for a while. And Marlon Davidson. Those were I mean, they're two biggest production guys on the defensive line. And then you got you know you got some young. They have a young linebacking core. I mean, they have a, a pretty good defense. They do, but they also so they still have that K.J. Britt there. Owen Papo, uh, you know, he was the guy that spurned uh, UGA from Grayson. All those Gwinnett County kids, they just don't want to come to Georgia for some reason. But anyway, so you got some some pretty solid players on the inside, on the interior, uh, you know, the front seven. Defensive backfield, I think we can burn them if we get our guys out in space. Uh, but they don't really – they don't really scare me as much as, they, as, as people are making them out to be. I don't know if you saw, but we actually opened up as a seven-point favorite. It's going down to six-and-a-half now. But, I mean, it's stayed at six-and-a-half since basically since that first day that the odds came out. So, I mean, obviously Vegas thinks we're a pretty, pretty darn good football team even despite that crappy first half against Arkansas. So, I'm, I'm excited to see how we come out and attack them because I think that's what you have to do with Auburn. Saw something the other day that, in the past five times, or something that yeah that Auburn has played us in our state, it may have been four in the state of Georgia, which includes the SEC championship. They have not scored more than ten points, and th- and three of those times were seven seven points, and that makes me happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this. Uh, I enjoyed this news thoroughly. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, and I think Vegas is banking on us just. Halfway getting out of our own way compared to what we did this past week. I mean, if we yeah. if we if we we're able to do and, and like you said, this this was Arkansas, and I I hope Sam Pittman's got them on the up and up, and these guys are. I like, think this is going to be a new team, and we just beat an incredible team that just pulled something out of thin air, and we're, we we did something magical. But uh, I think we've I think getting that out of our system, get that second half was just infinitely better i mean really across the board and you're taking that momentum it'd be much better than having like say kind of the first half that oklahoma did and then they creep back in to the game and, and and get make it close there at the end uh right you, you did if you had to have a horrible game we did it the right way and, and kind of got on the, the right side of that so to me if we can get out of our own way um I feel like we got a good – we got a good shot at this game. Um, I, I'm i kind of the same way. I'm not as – I'm not as scared of them. But I can see this just – if we're not comfortable with who's at quarterback and the guys aren't aren't feeling it, um, that to me is what can get us out of the way. I feel like our defense is going to keep the score low. I mean, there's just no way they yeah. don't. I mean, these guys are – yeah, these guys are phenomenal. Um, and it'll be – and it's going to be a good – I mean – for a, for a COVID game, this is going to be a good environment. I mean, it's going to be – I think it's going to be, be, be pretty fun. Um, well, did
1: you see that Auburn did uh, basically the same thing that we're doing? They had, like, seat seat backs kind of spaced out and whatnot. I mean, not everybody's following the rules, and, and you know what? It is what it is kind of thing. But it's going to – I think it's going to look pretty good. I think Sanford Stadium is going to look pretty good on the TV. No,
0: I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, I, I'm excited about it. I think we can – I think we can disrupt Bo a little bit. Um, I think if we can just keep him on his toes and keep him uncomfortable, um, mm-hmm. knock him down a few times, um, get get a few get a few sacks. I mean, I think we'll get a. I think we'll. I'm feeling like we're going to get an important turnover in this game in the second half. I'm kind of feeling like we're going to make a make a play um, on him that will kind of get it headed our direction. Um, but man, I just I worry about us. We got to start putting it together on offense. We got to figure it out. We got to figure it out early because if this game had happened against anyone else in the SEC, mm-hmm. it could have been just disastrous. Anyone else would have yeah. taken what we gave them and,
1: and ran with it. And um, yeah, I mean, because uh, Arkansas's Arkansas's offense was terrible. So I mean, you give another offense, any, I mean, almost any other offense in the SEC that many chances. I mean, they're going to score at least one more touchdown in that situation because. I mean, even though as good as our defense is, I mean, there's there's some decent uh, decent offenses across the board in the SEC. So I mean, yeah, you're right. I completely agree with you. I mean, it's uh, one of those things too. I I I think the biggest thing I'm not, if we can if we can contain Bo Nix, and I think this goes for a lot of different teams. I mean, if you can attack the quarterback effectively. Then you're going to be able to negate a lot with a lot of what they want to do. I don't know if you saw the box score, but Bo Nix was their leading rusher in the last game, so we're not going to keep we're going to keep him one dimensional. If we can keep him one dimensional and keep him harassed in the pocket, I feel pretty comfortable because they don't have a run game, man. They don't have a run game at all. So I mean, I I mean, I don't even know the only running back that I know they had that Shivers guy. I think he was their backup last year. Um, but the only other running back I know that they have is that Cartavius Bigsby. He was a tank. He was a uh, recruit that we were looking at pretty hard last year. But anyway, so he's a true freshman. Anyway, it's just, uh, I mean, what scares me the most about Auburn by far is they have a very good receiving core. And, and by very good, I mean it's very good as a standard of the SEC. But Seth Williams, had, he made some hella good plays last weekend against Kentucky who has a pretty good defense. And then Anthony Schwartz is fast and Eli Stove as well. So those three guys, I mean, they're the, they're the, you know, they're going to be the difference makers for Auburn or they're the ones that are our biggest threats. But we also have what I consider to be probably the best defensive backfield in the in the SEC at least. So it's going to be, I mean, that's going to be the battle right there. That's going to be awesome. Well, I think everybody recognizes this is going to be a fun
0: game. I mean, we got game day coming, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So we got Kirk and Chris are going to be calling the game and Maria Taylor and all that. So, I mean, this, this is, I mean, heck, it's a, it's a four seven matchup second week of the season. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the game of the year so far. um, Yeah. For sure. Which it almost doesn't feel like (laughs) it's just so weird that this is, that this is happening uh, this way. But heck, we got Auburn and it's, um, and we're still, we're talking about it and it's still September. Um, but uh, but I'm I'm nervous, I'm nervous as hell. But I'm I'm excited. I mean, I think I, I think we're gonna carry that momentum into this game. You're not going to see a hundred yards worth of penalties this game. You're just yep, you're just you're just simply not. And so, I'm um, I'm hoping that was us getting it out of our system. Um, Auburn that score does not really reflect the, what Auburn scored this past week was not really reflective of their game. Uh, they really kind of stumbled into those last points uh, of the game because uh, it was close. they scored them all. They scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, so I mean it was really close uh, the whole the whole game. And uh, up until that very until the couple couple fluke plays and and you even talked about how Kentucky should have had a touchdown going into halftime. And, yeah.
1: Um, oh, they got screwed over. I don't. Did so? Did you end up seeing the replay? And- Man, uh, to me, they had a second and goal. Running back runs it up the middle. And they reviewed it. I mean, from the angle that I saw, I mean, it was pretty clear that he was across that goal line. I mean, it was (laughs) – I I don't see any other way around it. And and that upset me because that was going to give them the lead going into the half. That's a lot of momentum. I mean, you can – if you're Kentucky, you know, you can completely change your game plan if you have a, uh, you know, six-point lead going into the half. So anyway, because they were down, seven, I think it was eight to seven, which is awkward because Auburn went for a two point conversion on their first their first touchdown. I don't know when do you see that craps? Classic Auburn. I was say classic, I hate them cl- so Classic
0: much. Gus. That is a Gus move if I have ever if I've ever heard one. Um, but anyway, I, I, I I'm I'm excited about being in Athens, even though it's going to be a weird environment. Um, I know last time we we got together we were. Uh, talking about what we were going to do for the game so how ha- have, have your plans changed what you what are you guys doing
1: i'm planning on going don't know what we're doing for tailgating are they going to let y'all to the uh to the park rv park oh yeah oh yeah for show. Sure. i'm getting well oh, crap i might just show up out of the blue <laughs> come on hey man i'm i'm hammered, drunk i walked all the way here from my house <laughs>
0: i was going to tell you come on um yeah we're getting everything set up and we're going to be out there uh, probably majority of the day. But, yeah, we're actually going – we got all of our tickets and everything squared away, so we're going to be going into the stadium too. So, it's going to be interesting. I'll be honest, I'm kind of excited to have some room to spread out and spread my arms and yell. And
1: Where are you all sitting? I, I've heard, like, there's people that I've talked to that are like, yeah, I've got 80,000 points, but I'm, like, still up in the nosebleeds. And I've talked – I've seen how people – we're like yeah I only had like 20 uh, or thirty thousand points but I'm down on the lower level well they're
0: moving ours are moved every game like all they're, they're like they're not the same spots so they're yeah. kind of rotating everybody around so I know we're this game we're actually pretty close to our original seats like our normal seats so we're kind of on mm-hmm. the 30 um, and then uh, on the home side uh, closer to uh, we're, um, closer to the closed end. Um, but then we're by the student section, I think against Tennessee. So, um, so that's kind of what it's looking like right now.
1: We're, uh, we're going to be up in, we're not in the 600s, but we're in like three, the 300s or whatever. And, but I think we're like seat or row like 21. I mean, we're going to be up there, but I, it's like, I was, I was telling my dad, it doesn't like if, if this is gonna be one or, or or one of the two games that we go to all year. I mean, I I don't really care where we are. Like this is gonna be interesting. I mean, obviously you're gonna have plenty of room. You know, I don't know what all the exactly what all the protocols are gonna be, but I have the uh, digital tickets on my my phone, so uh, we're doing the damn thing. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> it's gonna be. I mean, I'm excited about it, but we got to figure out what. Uh, basically, we got to f- figure out how we're gonna celebrate the, the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Uh, you know, appropriately at this point. You know, it's the 126th time that we played them this this weekend. So, yeah, the first time since, what did you say, 1927? I think that's what they, that put, on, been...
0: they put on the, the screen. It was something like that. Somebody can fact check me on that. But um, yeah. it was uh, It's a long, a long dang time ago.
1: I mean. <laughs> been, been, been a long time. Well, I'm, I mean, hey, we're going to have, I don't care COVID or not, we're going to have a damn good time on Saturday. Chance. Before we leave, I think, unless you really want to do the games of the week, I think what we'll do this time is what are what are your keys to us winning this ball game, real quick? Well,
0: we just talked about it. Just stay out of our own dang way. I mean, to me, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, Jesus, don't hold, <laughs> don't hold, <laughs> don't don't no pass interference, none, none of this this bull crap. I mean, I mean, really and truly, I feel like our game plan that we had and how we. Started at how we started started playing offensively, um, I felt good about that, and I think we need to maintain that. But but really and truly, just get out of our own way. That was the only thing that was really really holding us back, and um, give gives gives Amir some space, um, getting that boy in some space, and and letting him let him run.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with both of those. I think also on top of that, defensively, I. I don't want to say contain. I mean, yes, you want to contain the quarterback, but you want to attack the quarterback because he he does have the ability to run. Uh, but I will say, you know, they, they have to be really good. And, and I'll say that our outside linebackers and our defensive ends last year were really good at this, but don't overrun the pursuit. And, I mean, you don't need a guy who's going to be able to – because you see more and more. I mean, you see it in the NFL a lot with guys like Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. More and more you're seeing where – Quarterbacks are planning around guys running too far past them, and then they're actually, instead of trying to run around the end, they're just running straight, and they're getting those middle gaps, those A-gaps. So, anyway, I'll say, you know, getting getting after the quarterback but maintaining, you know, a good level of pursuit. And then also, um, offensively, I think if we get guys in space and have sustained drives to where we keep the ball, I mean, this, time of possession is a big thing, obviously, in the SEC, so – If we can keep hold on to the ball, have sustained drives, uh, and, and not have any turnovers. I mean, these are all, these are all recipes for a good ball game. (laughs) Let's just see Let's see if they're listening. (laughs) Well,
0: yeah. Well, and kind of like you're saying, let's get into some third and short situations. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. let's, let's do, let's do a little better on, let's, let's get into some better situations on third down because, uh, we did not do that, uh, there for a while. So, um, anyway.
1: Also, I think if we, if we have a, I think we're going to stick Stokes on Seth Williams. Also I I, I mean I, at the same time I would not be surprised if we put Tyson on him, but I mean I think we're going to man up on him the whole day and if we can have a guy shut him down then that shuts down pretty much, you know, 50% of their offense. Well, so, and I'm looking just,
0: I'm looking right here too. Kentucky converted 12 of 19 third downs on Auburn. Really? Yeah. That I'm just saw that. Uh 12 of 19. That's pretty wild. So, but in Kentucky's offense is obviously built on, like, say, running the ball. You're
1: getting shorter yard situations, but still, um, yeah.
0: Hell, that's 19 third down. That's a lot.
1: Well, they um, had that Terry Wilson guy. He's he's still there, and I thought he was going to be more effective in that game. But he's he's definitely, you know, he he can run. He can get out of the pocket pretty quickly. But, uh, but that is that is still impressive. I mean, our third down our third down uh, conversion percentage was terrible against Arkansas. Uh, six of twenty. Six out
0: of twenty. <laughs> No, no bueno, no bueno. Well, anyway, we can talk about stats all night, but um, yeah, let's wrap this bad boy up.
1: Oh, chance, yes, plans are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, we'll we'll get together on Saturday at some point. Maybe, uh, maybe I can see see how we can coordinate and, and, and maybe come see you or or find find you on campus or something like that. But hey, I'm we're gonna be in Sanford Stadium this weekend. We can just celebrate on that. Oh, <laughs>
0: hallelujah, praise the Lord.
1: All right <laughs> brother go dogs Make dogs on top